0: Welcome to Beyond the Hill, reaching beyond the walls of Pleasant Hill Christian Church with real talk, with real people, about real life, encouraging you in your day-to-day walk with Jesus. And now your host, Pastor Trevor Keene. Hello world and welcome back to Beyond the Hill and we are excited to continue recording our podcast with Real Talk. With real people about real life. And I'm excited to discuss something that we see becoming an issue more and more in today's world. And a good friend of mine, Adam Hector, is with me. And as, as always, Bruce Morgan, the magician on the tech and sound. And Adam, I know that the local church is something very important to you. And I think that um, I may know why that is. And let me just go ahead and ask you right off the bat here. Let's go get started with this question. Can you express to us why you value the local church like you do? Uh,
1: there's a couple things. First of all, I, I, I really feel that we're called to be a part of the local church. I think it's biblical that we are a part of a local church. Uh, I also think that the local church is put in place to uh, hold us accountable, uh, to help us grow, go through things, uh it's there to uh not just praise together but if if I'm having issues to to uh have someone there to help us through those things and to just help us grow into Christ
0: you know when I see a healthy and um you know healthy growing church spreading the gospel of Jesus it does two things to me. It encourages me as well as astonishes me, really. And let me explain a little bit. It is incredible to me to see how God can take broken people with flaws, problems, and shortcomings to join together by His grace and by His power. And the result is this beautiful functioning body that takes His message and love to the ends of the world. And that astonishes me that you and I, people who have problems and have horrible pasts or addictions that we took years to overcome, God can still use us and join us with other people with just as many problems or maybe more and put us together. And as we come together, we then take this perfect message of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, to the ends of the world. And something we see today, though, that I want to kind of touch on a little bit is that people have come to live by technology. And we all do it. And I'm not saying that it is a bad thing. But we can turn it into a bad thing, let's be honest. One thing that we see is that people are able to sleep in or maybe just miss or they're just going to YouTube it or catch it on the podcast later. And let me watch my favorite preacher or preachers. And some people may do that for weeks or months at a time. And I'm by no means telling you not to listen to sermons online because I do. However, I am telling you that if you are listening to this podcast and you are not plugged into a local church, You are missing out, and others around you are missing out because of what you have. So let me just ask you guys, um, why do you think it's important to tell everyone to find a local church and commit to it? Not just attend whenever they think about it or on the holidays, but really commit to the local body there.
1: For me, um, I just think when you find that local church, you, as I said earlier, Trevor, you can hold everyone, each other accountable. Uh, and I don't think holding each other accountable is a bad thing. If uh, Trevor sees Adam uh, messing up, Trevor's there to say, hey, hey, brother, uh, you need to uh, rethink that, or I might need some encouragement, and Bruce might be there for me during that encouragement time. Hey, Adam, I noticed that you're stressing out about moving a new job, and You're moving house and I notice you're having trouble with that. Is there anything I can help you with? Can I get you through that? So you have those local people that see your life and see what's going on in your life and they can help you through that or maybe hold you more accountable.
0: You know, um, one thing that I always saw growing up was people in the church together but also people in homes together. You know, whenever we read about the early church and uh, the days of... Jesus' ascension and um, Peter preaching, and we saw that they lived life together. They broke bread together. They spent time with one another, and that's really what the church is. The church isn't just a, a beautiful place to go and to have an incredible worship experience or maybe be entertained for a little bit.
1: Don't forget the good meal.
0: A good meal, yeah, absolutely. All Christians eat well. All right, let's just put that out there. And you can't really have a Christian gathering without a good meal.
1: Absolutely. I'm just you know, throwing that out there.
0: Fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and some sort of you know, hash brown or potato casserole is is the way to go. But I mean just truly living life. And that's I think the most valuable thing is other than sharing the good news of Jesus, is to really be living life together. You know, I can remember seeing old ladies together at the store or eating in a restaurant or a group of old men drinking coffee together because they truly enjoyed the presence of one another.
1: Trevor, do you want to talk about, just uh, give us a second, and talk about in Philippians how the first church looked like?
0: Yep, I can actually turn there if you want and read a little bit or do you want to just kind of talk about Lydia? That's up to Um, you, yeah. I mean, we could talk about how Lydia, who was a woman, who was actually the beginning of that church, and how she pretty well, I guess, financed it, if we could say, or assisted Paul in building that church. And whenever you read through the book of Philippians or the letter of Philippians, you see a a variety of people and backgrounds, if that's where you're kind of going.
1: Right. You said Um, the word build. Do you mean like a building build or...? (laughs)
0: No, it's it's about building relationships first with Christ and then with each other. Okay. And um some I think to be honest with you I, I think some people get caught up in the building in which they sit in absolutely rather than the building that we should be doing. So the Greek meaning of the word church is a gathering of people. So when God tells us to
1: build his church, he's not necessarily telling us to build a brick and mortar. Building.
0: No. Definitely. Yeah, and I'm glad you point that out because you and I, or the three of us, could actually go out back on your back porch around a fire pit and have church just like we could in the sanctuary of our building. That's my opinion, and that's what I believe the Scriptures would teach us. Um, I'll I'll share something with you, a personal experience that I had for the two of you, you know, and any of our Pleasant Hill Christian Church uh, listeners can remember seeing the old sanctuary being turned into the new sanctuary. And maybe you remember um, that first Sunday that we had in the new sanctuary whenever we were in the multi-purpose building behind our church, having church for many weeks at a time, and we came back into a newly renovated sanctuary that was updated and things were done. I can remember the night before being, I'm just going to be honest, I was very concerned on the placement of a couple of small things. And I was kind of so OCD about a couple of things and where they were placed, how they were placed, that... I had actually kind of gotten a little bit, uh, not frustrated, but kind of came off in the wrong way. And a couple of people received it in one way. And um, I can remember sitting in my vehicle that night, getting ready to go to Walmart. And it's kind of like the the Lord whispered in my heart, you're worried about the wrong building. I was so concerned about the way that it would look when people came in and how this would sit in that corner. or This would be on this place of the stage that I had forgotten that I should be actually more concerned about the people who sit in the pews and the people that we send out to love the people around.
1: I also think um, going back to Philippians, um, that church was grown with Lydia. You talked about Lydia and then you have the duty bound um, guard. And then you have the little girl that was demon possessed and you have those three and the dynamic there is so different you have a rich lady you have a duty-bound person and then you have this poor poor girl that was being used but yet those three come together for christ and i think that's one of the coolest things that uh, examples in the bible because it it shows us that it doesn't matter where where you are on the on the financial scale that you come together and you join a local church and, and and you praise god together
0: and that's one of the greatest things about our church, and I think many healthy churches, is you're going to have people from different tax brackets, and you would never know it. And you're going to have people from different walks of life, maybe backgrounds, and you'll never know it because we have all come together, and uh, we're all seeking first Jesus. So <clears throat> whenever whenever I kind of think about you know the local church and committing to it, and I kind of mentioned earlier that you... As a listener today to this podcast, you are missing out if you're not in a local church. And other people are missing out because of your lack of commitment. And here's why. Because in First Corinthians chapter 12, we see the Apostle Paul explain the function of the body of Christ that you and I are as we put our faith and our trust in Him. And we are all part of the body. And we also have to understand that God has gifted us with very specific gifts and abilities. And I don't want to tell you this so that you may boast. So the two of you don't be, you know, patting yourselves on the back or get too big-headed. And for those of you listening, I don't want you to boast about this, but you are significant. And you play a key role in the advancement of the good news of Jesus. So let's think about football. I love the game of football, and I love the Patriots, and they are the best team in the world as of right now. He always has to slip that in somewhere now. (laughs) They are God's team, I think. (laughs) So, But whenever I watch the Super Bowl game... It wasn't just Tom Brady. And oftentimes the quarterbacks get the praise for the success of the team. But let's think about it. There are 11 players on each side of the ball. And on the offense, 11 people are playing all together. So what that means is the offensive line, if they don't block well for the quarterback, then the quarterback doesn't have the time or the space to throw the ball accurately. And if the wide receivers on the outside aren't running their routes as they are designed to run, on time and in step then the quarterback won't actually have anyone to throw to so it's not just the quarterback doing all the work it's the blocking it's the route running it's the catching it's the running after that and I want us to understand that whenever we come to terms with committing to the local church you will be fed each time that you go and you will also start to grow in relationships with fellow Christians you will see your gifts mesh with others and your lives will be changed and uh adam one of my favorite aspects of the church and um it's found in proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, where when the bible says that iron sharpens iron is one man sharpens another can you share with us some of the insights of that process maybe you've seen it you've experienced it uh, what does that process really look like in our lives
1: well as i answered earlier we kind of hit on some of those things um Sometimes it's that hard love. Um, sometimes um, uh, it's, it's that help when, when, when we need help. Um, it's uh, holding me accountable if I'm not doing the things that I might need to be doing. Uh, and it's all out of love. And I, I think that's the key that um, when you're in that local church and you grow those relationships and you, you start feeling the same love that Christ had for you to these other people that... Uh, it becomes easier for those hard love at times because you truly love that person and you want the best for them and you don't want to see them falter. So
0: sometimes you're just sharpening iron and you don't even know you're
1: doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's times when you when when you're at church and uh, I hate to say it, sometimes uh, there's times when you don't sometimes really want to go. And um, I've we've all been there. We've been in those those times. Um, there's times that you might not want to go to small group, but, um, you drag yourself there and next thing you know, you are so happy that you're there because the encouragement that you're getting, or maybe the encouragement that you give someone else. Uh, I think, uh, there's many examples that we can go into, uh, about that. So,
0: yeah, I think that what we have to understand is that when we commit ourselves to Jesus, we're committing also to his church. And we are the church. And I, I really believe that you and I have an opportunity every single day to preach the good news of Jesus to someone. Whether that's through our words or through our lives. And whenever we're committed to a church, we're going to be surrounded by other believers who are seeking the same thing. Who are trying to fight the good fight of faith. Who are p- throwing punches back and forth with the devil or with some of life circumstances. And we need each other to hold ourselves accountable. You know, the process of sharpening iron is one of much heat and sparks flying and everywhere and metals banging against one another. So there may be those conversations, as you mentioned, that hard love. And I'll be honest with you, I, I would expect the two of you, because of your love for me, to confront me if something I say in a sermon doesn't line up with Scripture. If I say Jesus isn't the only way, I would expect you to tell me right after the church or even interrupt me, and tell me no, that is wrong. The reason you would do that is because you are concerned about my soul, and because you love me. And we need to have those people who we can let, allow in and in our inner circle, and people who influence us. So definitely, 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 you need to commit to the local church. And the two guys with me here tonight have been in church longer than I've been alive. Yeah. All right, not trying to make them feel old, but thanks, Trevor. They can, it, they can attest to the the need of the local church and maybe you're listening to this and you're driving down the road and you realize you haven't been in church for a while and maybe you've tried a few churches but you haven't really found that local home church for you and or your family and maybe you've tried many and you thought well I just don't have any around so I'll find somebody on YouTube and subscribe to them weekly to listen and I'll download my favorite Christian artists so I can have them on Apple music But I want to remind you that you are missing out and many others are missing out. And what I want to tell you to do is to find a church that points you to Jesus rather than meeting all of your preferences. And after all, we are His church. And if you aren't in a church right now, I'm telling you that your life will be forever changed. So get plugged in into a healthy, biblical-based, Christ-centered church. And uh, again, Adam, Bruce, thanks again for your time. Thanks for your wisdom, your insight. Bruce, thanks a lot for your magic on the tech, and to all of our listeners, we thank you for tuning into Beyond the Hill, and I hope that this podcast was able to remind you of the importance of being plugged into the body of Christ, and I also hope that you understand you are needed in this mission that we have to share the good news of Jesus to the ends of the earth. If you are looking for a way to grow in your faith, I would invite you personally to Pleasant Hill Christian Church and also to subscribe to this podcast as well as our church sermon feed where you will receive a sermon every week that will encourage you and build up your walk with our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless.